Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, breaking down the rookie quarterback performances from the preseason. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits when you bet on either fighter to win and no punches landed during the fight. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code PFF to turn $1 into $100 in free credits only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam. The rookies, they played. We got to watch the quarterbacks that we've been breaking down for years. Got to see their first NFL action. You actually went over to PFF.com and decided to write about it, ranking all of the top rookie QB performances. So let's talk about everybody a little bit but who 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 impressed you the most and you know what was your biggest takeaway from these uh, rookie quarterbacks in their debuts yeah we already talked about mac jones um from his debut it was one of the early games i think he's definitely in the running for which one of those five first round quarterbacks had the best debut um go back and listen to the last episode here exactly why we loved it but i think just the way they loaded him up with a bunch of different scenarios and different things and situations and all those kinds of things. I think Mac Jones looked really good. I think Zach Wilson looked really good. Now he didn't play as much. We're dealing with, you know, nine pass attempts um, and only six of them were complete. So, you know, the, the numbers aren't great, but when you look at what he was doing, it was just constantly in rhythm. It was great zip on the ball. It was accurate. It just looked like a quarterback that was comfortable. It looked effortless, I think is a good word to describe it. And particularly, it's like a really strong contrast when you think back to, you know, Sam Darnold in the last few years of the Jets. Anything but effortless was what Sam Darnold has been doing for the past few years. So I think that was just really comfortable and and, uh, good to see. And then you get to Justin Fields, who I think becomes the really polarizing one. All right, well, just to touch on Wilson really quickly, I, I think for him, the two throws in the, the short outing that you mentioned, the two throws that you come, that you come away saying, hey, that's the future potentially, uh, a deep out route on third down to convert a, fir- yeah. to convert, convert a first, and then a dig route. Um, and mm-hmm. to your easy velocity, right? The ball was coming out of his hand really yeah. nicely. Um, and then Wilson, of his three completions, one was dropped, and two, his receivers were knocked off their route a little bit, fell down, whatever it might have been. So no, 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 don't, don't, no, not receivers. Who was it that screwed uh, Corey up? Corey Davis say. could have been a little bit stronger uh-huh. at the catch point. Uh-huh. Yeah, Corey, Corey could have been a little both bit better. times. That's future pre- Hall of Famer Corey Davis. Preseason for everybody, Sam. Let's not let's not overreact <laughs> here. Uh, but let us overreact to Justin Fields. Uh, he's yes. he's polarizing only because. Everybody jokes, hey, preseason's all about your priors, right? Whatever you thought coming in, make sure when you see what you saw back in college that you remind everybody that you saw it, right? I mean, it's just confirm everything that you believed. Um, I I was very much uh, in the middle as far as my Justin Fields take on his performance. I thought his performance was, was pretty good. It was fine. I think the takeaways for Bears fans should be positive. I think there's a lot to really like about Justin Fields. And, you know, he had a fumble that he certainly could have avoided when he was out of the pocket and, uh, you know, took a hit that he maybe he didn't need to take. But um, he was trying I to spin very out reserved. of a tackle when he fumbled that. He what? He was trying to spin out of a tackle when he fumbled that. He's got to do a better job of not taking hits and obviously taking care of the ball. So I want your field's take and then I'll give my very measured Justin Fields take. <sighs> Justin Fields generally 
the the support for Justin Fields has become very evangelical and slightly unhinged. Um, and that certainly wasn't helped this weekend because Fields ended up accounting for what, like 170 yards total, um, had you know really nice numbers, didn't have a uh, an interception, obviously had the fumble. Um, but like you, you, if you were a Justin Fields fan, if you're one of the people saying everyone that passed on Justin Fields is an idiot, the Chicago Bears are idiots for not starting him and unquestionably as their number one right now, you had everything you needed. And look, it, LeBron James piles on. LeBron James tweets, Justin Fields is so special, man. Special, all caps. Uh, keep going, young king. And then tweets after that, sent that right before he threw a touchdown off play action pass to Jesse James. But the play action pass is a good example, right? It's a play he had to make, sure. On the other hand, it was a wide the hell open tight end throwback. Like, scheme play. It's a throw yeah, that it was every, a every quarterback throw. in the NFL has to make that throw. Like, that's not, if you don't make that throw, we have a problem. If you make that throw, it's okay, fine. That's, that's the, yeah, exactly. The scheme won that rep and you just delivered your part. You were the mailman. You just delivered the letter where which, it was supposed to go. Which, for perspective, just to be clear, it, which is fine. It's not a bad thing whatsoever. But if you're using, Correct. say, 40 yards and a touchdown to right. shape your narrative, then just understand where it came from. Exactly. It's not to say it's a negative on Justin Fields for completing that play. But you have to be aware that that play is a play that you expect literally every single quarterback in the NFL to execute without any problems whatsoever. It's a schemed rep that the, the, the scheme won and all Justin Fields had to do was deliver his part. So, look, I thought overall my first couple of takeaways. One, the spectacular athleticism still plays, right? He is going to be as big a problem in the NFL as he was in the Big Ten in terms of being able to escape the pocket, being able to outrun linebackers, being able to make incredible plays on the move um, with his big arm, and he's incredibly accurate still. All those things are still right there. The negatives that we saw in college are still there. He had by far the longest average time to throw of any of these quarterbacks uh, in their debuts, and not forget the scrambling stuff. Take all those plays out. It was still half a second on average longer than any of the other quarterbacks. And look, that was the MO, right? That's why we said before he skews to this Russell Wilson end of the spectrum in terms of holding on to the ball too long, inviting some trouble that he then gets himself out of. So I think, again, it's like whatever you wanted to see. He's a human Rorsarch test. If you wanted to see Justin Fields the negatives from his college tape that you didn't like, they were there. If you wanted to see the positives, the only the things that were great in college, they were there as well. Same guy that we saw in the Big Ten. So whatever your priors were, you're still right. Yeah, I think the bottom line is, you know, based off what I saw, I would be excited if I'm a Bears fan for this reason. Yeah. You mentioned the speed Agreed. playing. That's a big thing, right? You don't always see that transition. So the speed plays. I also looked at, you know, he did make most of his good plays fields were, were outside the pocket. Um, I do think he wants to make plays in the pocket first. He's not looking to get outside and make those plays, which is why he holds onto the ball a, lo a long time sometimes. But when he gets outside the pocket, he's dangerous. And I think when you look at the way the Bears called plays yesterday and as I look into the future, I see them rolling him out quite a bit. I see defenses really struggling to cover the entire field with Justin Fields at quarterback because of his rushing ability, whether it's design run game, whether it's on the boot action, whether it's as a scrambler. He does have the ability to hit every part of the field with his arm. That's always been the case at Ohio State. 
and all of his incompletions were pretty much, hey, the guy's kind of covered. He put the ball up. Defender makes a play on the ball, or he had a batted pass in there as well. Fields doesn't miss a ton of throws. He doesn't just mm-hmm. not give his receivers opportunities and straight up miss passes. So um, I think overall, more positive than negative when it comes to Fields. From a grading yep. standpoint, certainly having a fumble in there um, is going to hurt things. So uh, as far as those performances in excitement, I think Patriots fans should be excited about Mac Jones. Jets fans with Zach Wilson. Bears fans with Justin Fields. I think when you get to Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence, it's a lot of the same thing. Some good, some bad. Tre- Trevor Lawrence had that great downfield throw, also had a fumble in the pocket. My biggest question for Trevor Lawrence, though, is the easy stuff. Sometimes his you know quick game, pulling the ball in an RPO, when he has to move quick to throw a short pass, he just he just straight up airmailed one. I think he needs to clean that up. And then Trey Lance certainly had his ups and downs as well for the Niners. Yeah, and Lawrence, like Zach Wilson, we're dealing with a really small sample size with him. Tiny. Uh, another yep. guy with just nine, you know, nine attempts, six completions. So a uh, tiny amount of data to work with uh, in terms of Trevor Lawrence. And then Trey Lance was the really interesting one because he had one of the largest uh, sample sizes of any of these guys. I thought was I thought started off really well. Um, first pass was incomplete, but it was because the receiver dropped it. Then he uncorked that deep bomb for a, a touchdown that was a... That was a nice schemed up play, but it was also a really nice throw. Like there was a difference between that and the Justin Fields Receiver only had one completely. step of, uh, of right. separation versus like an ocean, right? Right. Versus nobody within like 15 yards of him. Uh, and that, so that was a really nice throw. And then I thought he was really cooking kind of for the first half of his performance. And then he had a fumble in there. He also then started to miss some passes and then went from missing passes to like missing defensive backs and started to throw the ball right to them. And that's when his grade fell off a cliff with a couple of big turnover worthy plays. Yeah, I thought my big takeaway with Lance, again, sometimes you just want to see the arm at, at the NFL level and everything. I thought the ball was coming out of Trey Lance's hand really, really well. I was impressed. Like the first throw, it was like, okay, the the zip is there. And he showed that at North Dakota State. But again, it's a, it's FCS, and sometimes you just want to see it at the NFL level. I thought the arm strength, the arm talent looked great, but he also looked like he tried to throw the ball 100 miles an hour right through a cornerback, as you were as you were saying. So uh, Lance, I think he definitely has to uh, tidy up the decision maker, uh, decision making, but you certainly see that big playability. Um, and as you mentioned with Trevor Lawrence, the sample size was small. So Hey, look, it's week one. We got our first impressions. We got to see these guys in an NFL uniform. So let's just say the bottom line is all five teams, no matter what their quarterback did, should just be as positive as they were coming into the game. Is that fair? Yeah, I don't think anyone should come out of their debut performance and be tremendously discouraged by their first round rookie. Uh, Varying degrees of encouragement, but nobody's coming out of that going, ooh, that was ugly. All right, there you go. Let us know who do you think had the best rookie quarterback performance in week one of the preseason. It's PFF, NFL Daily.